0: This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 33, Six Steps to Unplug from Work, by Christine Carter with livehappy.com. And I'm your narrator, Dan, and I'm here every single day reading to you from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship. And if you've got any topic requests for us, please do share those. Visit oldpodcast.com and let us know what you'd like to hear us cover here on the show. For now, let's get right to today's post as we start optimizing your life. Six Steps to Unplug from Work by Christine Carter with LiveHappy.com Lately, it seems like more and more of my coaching clients have been asking for guidance with one specific challenge, help me unplug. Such was the cry for help that came from Donna Stokes, managing editor of Live Happy, as part of the 90 Days to a Happier You project. Donna's life was typical. She was spending most of her waking existence monitoring her email. She'd begin each day by checking email at home before breakfast which often derailed her morning routine. Once she got to work, the emailing continued, before, during, and after meetings. Lunch, she'd catch up on email and then maybe take a short walk with her phone in case an urgent email or text came in. When I asked her for an example of what could be so urgent that it couldn't wait 20 minutes, she couldn't give one. Donna's email checking continued long into the evening once she'd left the office. For example, she'd check email on her phone while waiting for dinner in a restaurant with her husband. Sound familiar? If so, you too could use an email intervention. Here are six simple steps to end your email addiction. 1. Decide what you're going to do with all that free time. If you're going to spend less time monitoring your email and social media feeds and anything else that is constantly nagging you for attention, what would be a more productive or joyful way for you to spend your time? Donna wanted to spend more time doing focused, intelligent, creative work during the day, and she wanted to spend more time relaxing exercising, and hanging out with her husband before and after work. You can motivate yourself to unplug by actually putting these things on your calendar. Block off time in your schedule for activities like read with hubby and do focused writing or thinking, or whatever will motivate you. 2. Schedule two or three specific times per day to check your messages. I counsel many of my clients to check email first thing in the morning and in the late afternoon, and that's it. Here's the key. During those times, you'll need to block out enough time to get through new emails, and if possible, all the way to the bottom of your inbox. If a particular email is going to take more than five minutes to read and respond to, put it in a folder, maybe call it To Do This Week, and add whatever it entails to a task list. If you need X hours a day to deal with your email, make sure you've scheduled X hours daily. Three, turn off all your alerts. Unless you are actively checking your email and messages, You don't need to know what messages are coming in because you'll be devoting your full attention to something else. So turn off all notifications on your desktop, laptop, tablet, and smartphone. Vibrate counts. Turn that off. Now do this for your text messages and all of your social media feeds. Breathe. Note, even if through the strength of your ironclad will, you are able to resist reading a message that comes in, if you see or hear or feel some sort of notification, your brain has still been interrupted by that alert. Even a millisecond-long hijacking of your attention will make you less focused, more irritable, and less able to resist other temptations. 4. Hide the bowl of candy If you were trying to eat less candy, would you carry a bowl of it around with you? Would you put it on your nightstand and reach into it first thing in the morning, and then carry it with you to the bathroom, and then set it next to you while you try to eat a healthy breakfast, and then put it on your dashboard? I didn't think so. So keep that smartphone tucked away until you actually need it. Think of it as a tool, like a hammer, that you don't need to pull out until one of your strategically designated times. If you are a parent, make the adjustments you need to in case there's a call from your child's school or another kind of emergency. Get creative, dig up your old-fashioned alarm clock, update your car's navigation system, and put that digital camera back in your bag for the times when getting a call or text will tempt you even if the sound, vibrate, and all the other alerts are off. See note in step three. Five. Tell people what you are doing. Tell folks you are working with a productivity expert, that's me, and she's coaching you to find more focus, flow, and enjoyment at work and in life. You'll only be checking your email at two or three set times per day. Tell them you expect to be able to respond more thoughtfully to email this way and that when you're with them, you'll be fully present. Perhaps invite them to a smartphone-free lunch. Six, notice what happens. It will not all be pleasant. Notice the difficult bits with curiosity and maybe humor. How do you feel during the digital detox period? How are people reacting? Your tension levels will likely drop and you'll be less stressed. How does this feel in your body? Really see the people around you now that you are looking up from your phone. Smile. You just listened to the post titled Six Steps to Unplug from Work by Christine Carter with livehappy.com Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you to Christine and the team at livehappy.com for letting us share this great content and future posts as well. Live Happy takes you on a journey to find your authentic happiness in life, at work, and at home through inspiring stories and hands-on tips rooted in the science of positive psychology. They are a national magazine, a website, podcast, line of gifts, and apparel. Their award-winning content offers in-depth features and the latest news on mindfulness, health and wellness, gratitude, and resilience, all delivered through fascinating stories about people, whether they be celebrities, authors, or ordinary people with extraordinary lives. And like yesterday's author, their work is regularly featured over on Optimal Living Daily as well. So if you like this kind of content, I'd recommend checking out that podcast too. But that does it for today here on Optimal Startup Daily. Hope you're having a great Monday, great start to your week. Thanks so much for being here, and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.